Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Thanks for listening. As always, we would be grateful for any ratings or reviews. You would be so kind to leave us on your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. You can find us on social media, at Billowing Hilltop on Twitter, or you can find us on Facebook, or of course, as always, you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. I have no other news or information. I know what you're saying. You're saying, here we are now, entertain us. So let's push on with episode 75 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Smells Like We and Spirits. Uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. How's everybody? Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, Very well. I don't know when this is going to go out, but I just think that this yeah, probably be January. Cold. Yes. It's got to be January. It has to be January. January. February. Do, 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 do. Who has been doing what? Nothing. Nothing interesting. No, fine. I haven't watched any more Marvel <laughs> movies. I've watched the second episode of Loki. I quite like the second episode of Loki. First one. Oh, Loki eh. was good. I like Loki. I've, yeah, got, a new like pro- Loki. I've got a new project. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, right, it's not really we a project. It's no, it's not really a, no, it's not really a project. It's I watched just at random. I watched Deep Impact the other day. Oh yeah, that is a deeply odd movie. <laughs> it is a really yeah. strange film. Have you seen? I mean, do you remember it? Yeah. Is that the one with what she called Tia Leone? Or Tia that? Leone. Yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman plays the president. Yeah, that's right. And basically, it's like it takes itself extremely seriously. It's yeah. just yeah. incredibly grim. I mean, it's just yeah. like, yeah. and it's got all of the elements. It's got the elements that are, so the, the, the thing that I'm thinking of is films, Dante's Peak and Volcano is what I'm thinking. Yes. Mm, yeah. And then there's um, Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down. And then there's Deep Impact and there's Armageddon, right? Basically, yeah. Deep Impact and Armageddon came out in the same summer. That's right. Basically, they're the same yeah. movie. But Armageddon but, was quite fun. Armageddon is just basically gonzo hilarity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. massively yeah. falls apart in the second half. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it. What's that one recently with uh, with Gerard Butler? Gerard, but exactly Greenland. So Greenland yeah, so is good. the movie that Deep Impact should have been. It, mm. it also takes the whole thing seriously. It plays it straight, mm. but isn't somehow. I don't know. There's no. I get bothered. Movies that are just like Bruckheimer movies, fine, right? The Rock, yeah. whatever, fine. Oh, on The Rock. We'll come back to that about the theory about James Bond, but anyway. But when people stand and then trumpets just start playing in the background when they're delivering a speech. Yeah. That immediately, that's a kind of decision point for me. There's a there's quite a lot of that in Deep Impact. Yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman says, mm. I have to tell you now. <laughs> so just come go into the background. Armageddon, they do it. They're like, we're just fucking with you. This is hilarious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Deep Impact, they take it seriously. Greenland, they don't they don't patronise you with any of that rubbish. Mm. Worst, fi- worst film ever, 2012. That is a it's dreadful, oh, God, yes. dreadful really film. That's how I you don't I think do of it. worse, though. Anyway, uh, very quickly before we start, and we have a recap. We'll get uh, Lucas, you can do our recap this week. Mm. I was reading a weird internet theory that The Rock is the last James Bond adventure, that the Sean Connery character, that they spring from jail. Is James Bond. In the 90s is James Bond, yeah. And there's this whole sort of internet thread of like <laughs> things that he says, references that he makes, the fact that he was imprisoned in Alcatraz sort of links somehow to the end of, I don't know, Diamonds Are Forever or something weird. The last Connery so Bond movie is the end of the real Bond story. And then you don't see him again <laughs> until The Rock. And then that character is James Bond. Worth digging into. I mean, it's complete bollocks, but it's worth digging into. Right. It, 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 sounds, it sounds very much like a, what's that nonsense that, that conspiracy theory in the states, whatever that one is, conspiracy theory about that, that basically Donald Trump is fighting uh, a QAnon ring. QAnon. QAnon. Yeah, it sounds sounds like that in that yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit less dangerous, but yes. <laughs> right. 
I don't know. It depends if you're... Lucas, your recap, your long-looked-for recap, your long-awaited recap. Off you go. It was reasonably easy. We killed hooves. Hooves. We haven't worked out what to do with the sickly green beam. We searched the area, and um, Dan did a clairvoyance because there were some footsteps coming up behind us. It's behind you. Panto season. There's our January link, Bonds. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) We haven't worked out what they are, and now we've opened the far door, and we've come into this rather ornate room with some very, very old, wizened Doesn't look old. No, no. It doesn't look old. Looks like a young woman that has been... Artificially aged. Undeadified. Ah, okay. An undeadified young woman. She turned to Alessandra and said, Have you come to rescue me? So we talked to her for for a bit, and as far as we can work out, she doesn't seem to really remember anything, but we we think that she's Garth Southportal's sister. That's right. Which is... is the, the guess um yeah and then we searched around and we found this chest which is sort of covered in all i don't know sort of scary carvings to do with it worms is. rising up and yes uh, yes bit, bit creepy really and we think it's to do with kios yes anyway. well remembered amazingly then, remembered yes yes well and then so yeah and then uncle buggy basically tried to open it <laughs> and the minute he did he disappeared he did. Yeah, and now we don't know whether he's been, like, dimension doored off somewhere else or whether he's in the chest or, I don't know. That's, no, that's basically don't. where we are. Right, well, let's go. The lock where the key, he turned the key, the key just clicks back to being into the locked state and then pings out of the lock and ding, 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 lands on the floor amongst Uncle Buggy's effects. Oh, treasure. Oh. You mean I'm trapped inside the chest? Dunno. That's what happens. Who wants to do what now? Uh, let's start the clock. Let's start with Parker, who's standing closest. What do you want to do? Um. <laughs> Run away. Act surprised, <laughs> first of all. Um. Do I know what it's about? Because I might have some protection or extra bonuses. I understand your, your concern, uh, but it's a, a, a unique effect buggy that's not charted to any specific effect type that a feature or trait of yours may protect against uh, you're also assuming it's bad well yes well, okay before anything else happens um gather up all buggy's stuff and bug it in his bag of holding right okay yeah so at least we won't lose it <laughs> it's like he was never here <laughs> is that it okay that, fine let's move well, on that's around to begin with sessions what would you like to do i'm wondering whether my um knowledge arcana might sort of suggest what's going on here as i see him disappear uh give me a roll uh, i'm not very good at this sort of stuff but uh oh i get oh. an 18 18 you think that did it look like oof. a dimension door it didn't look like a dimension it looked like um i'm assuming that sessions saw this take place um, and they're not standing next to him. And applying your knowledge of Arcana, your feeling is that, yes, Buggy seems to have somehow been ramped by the chest. Mm-hmm. That's your sense. And did I get any sense of which way he turned the key? Did you even ask him? No, I mean, I didn't ask him, but I'm saying clockwise. Let's say clockwise. Mm-hmm. Where is the key now? It's on the floor in front of the chest. Unless Parker's picked it up and chucked it into the bag of holding with everything else. No, I leave the key. Just want to make sure Buggy's stuff's safe. Yep. Poor old Uncle Buggy. We need to... Um... Very quickly, what about um, oh. Alessandra? You hear 
a sort of gasp from behind you. Look over your shoulder. Buggy's gone. Parker is scooping Buggy's gear up. <laughs> Sack. <laughs> Sessions is peering at where Buggy was with a quizzical look on his face. What do you want to do? I kind of go, oh, the Flange family. They are unfortunate, aren't they? I'm going to do a uh, investigation check on the door. See if I can hear anything. Investigation or perception? Perception. Sorry, I'll do... Yeah, yeah I'm make, make a perception, perception check. check. Yep. yep. Getting a 23. Are you facing your ear up against the door? Yep. You are. Okay. The moment you do... No, not really. You can similarly hear the crackling of a fire or some sauce, a candle or something, mm-hmm. maybe another incense burner, from the other side of the door. Uh, a- and that is all... Is there a kind of, is there a lock? Is- There's a keyhole, just like mm-hmm. the last door, but it just the last door was not locked. Okay. And this door, you don't know. You haven't tried it. Okay. That's good for you. What about Purple? Good for me. Last person to act. So is there anything happening with my uh, clairvoyance? No, nothing. Nothing's happening at all. Mm. When your clairvoyance is looking south from where the pit comes up, right? Looking yeah. down that corridor? No, yeah. you can't. And you've got it on, obviously, you've got it on vision, not sound. Yes. Nobody stepped out into the corridor furtively or anything. I, I kind of guess what you're looking for. Nothing like that. I'm going to move up to behind Sessions, near the room where yeah, Bug has disappeared. His gear right. is on the floor, right? No, his no. gear has been scooped up by Parker into into his bag of holding. Into Parker's bag of holding? No, no. no Parker has grabbed Buggy's bag of holding and scooped all of the rest of Buggy's gear into it. Okay, so we can share it out later. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Guys, I think, we should, I think there's nothing else here we should leave. Okay, yeah, so that's you, Burple. Now, um, before I do anything else, uh, Johnny, could you let me know so that I can make a note Buggy's intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores, please. Uh, Do you want to keep them confidential? Yeah. Okay, well, let's um, pop into the character audit. (laughs) Let's pop into the broom cupboard, and you can tell me all about it. Intelligence is going to be something like eight. Wisdom. Wisdom, 14. Charisma, 10. Okay, thank you. Charisma is going to be about eight. Okay, thanks for that, Johnny. Yep, uh, very interesting. Right, I'm just going to roll a dice... Uh, and another. Okay. Let's go back to... Uh, so, Parker, what do you want to do next? I'm a bit um, at a loss to what to do, really. Um, I'm certainly not touching the chest. Right, not touching certain. the chest. I'm going to search around the room and see Searching if there's any the documents, tomes. I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's something that might give us a clue as to the nature mm. of this chest. Okay, fine. Do you want to pick... A, why don't you pick an area, then, uh, in, a, in a single kind of burst of searching? Yeah? You've either got desk and chair or you've got shelves or you've got bed desk and chair okay oh, uh, actually while, while i'm about it um yeah what's the reaction of the um garth portal sister when this the happens hacker? assuming that you can see her i think she's in the corridor outside the room she doesn't seem to register that as a, uh, but she doesn't need to she doesn't uh, seem to react as we've already established to very much right she okay. doesn't really can we ask her about the chest if she knows anything about the chest i i don't know i don't remember the, ch- the i don't i don't know have you as you've seen the chest being used in any way i i can't remember i i know the room and i understand and i know I've seen it before, but I, I don't remember anything. Right. Okay. Uh, you don't find anything. Well, I'll go the back. Uh, desk and chair. The desk doesn't have a, you know, as we've already established, the desk doesn't yeah. have a drawer or anything. It's just a plain table, really. Yeah, but and behind? There's nothing secret. You can move it. You can look at it. There's no, there's nothing. So when I said um, you could pick between desk and chair, shelves or bed, I meant desk and chair, cupboard or bed. Right. Well, we'll do the cupboard next. We are going to move on to... 
sessions, what would you like to do? We're just going to run round the table. Uh, we're not doing six-second rounds, but we are trying to enforce an element of the clock ticking. Clock ticking. So, I think I saw Buggy insert the key and turn it. Is this my memory? I think, I think that's a fair... A fair You're standing near enough. Yes, you saw him. Threw, threw the key to him. Um, hmm. Tricky. So it's well, quite I mean, tempting to try the key, which has fallen on the ground, or at least I'll, I'll recover the key. Yeah. Fine. And stepping into the chamber. Stepping into the chamber. I'm going to have a. The good chest is right in front of you. Yep. I have mage hand. That would probably okay. be a good thing. I'm, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I was thinking maybe. Yeah, I can't do detect magic except as a ritual, as far as I can see. Yeah. Which is a little frustrating because that takes ten minutes. Has anyone picked up the chest? Nobody has moved it or touched it, so far as I'm aware, apart from Buggy. Okay, I will draw my mace, and I will prod the chest and move when, it around When it. you say prod, I, I, can you be quite specific? Are you prodding it like you want to dent it, or are you prodding it like you want to literally gingerly touch it with the end of the mace? I'm going to prod it like a cat would prod an object on a table, so I'm going to Gently tap Gingerly. it and see whether I can make it move. I mean, the other thing it might yes, be it's, some sort it's, of mimic. It slides. So. Yes, no, it slides. It slides. It, it feels as, as difficult to move as it looks. Yeah. I We're not talking about the largest objects in the world, but it's not full of bricks or lead or anything. If you try and push it, it budges a little on the floor with a kind of dull... Can I tip it over? ...scratch. Onto its side... Well, if I was to, say, put the mace on the end of it, push it against the wall, can I kind of flip it over? I would say you can. You want to flip it onto its end? Yeah, onto its end. I want to see see what it sounds like when it moves it. around. Okay, yes. So, uh, if you flip it onto Very its good. end, you hear the sound of some rattling within it. But otherwise, nothing happens. And a voice going, Oi! <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping maybe I would hear. <laughs> I mean, can you give me a perception check when you're doing all this? Because you're looking at the chest. 14. Yeah. Okay. You notice something Ooh, when yeah. you're tipping the chest over and you're looking at it. You realise that the carving on the side that Alessandra mentioned to you, but that you've not yet studied before, but that you know featured two layers, one showing the above world, one showing the, the underworld with horrible worms coming up from below to tower over people above and awful undead and so forth. One of these um, figures on the upper level, as in, in the above world, bears an an astonishingly uncanny resemblance to Uncle Buggy. Sorry, where is this? On the chest. Okay, I call Sandra over. Yes. And I point that out to her. Yes. I wonder whether Uh, that's what she thinks she saw. Alessandra, you don't. You think you'd have noticed if you'd have recognised Uncle Buggy amongst the figures on the carving? Yeah, I would so have some kind something. of mirror of life trapping type type thing. Difficult to say. But that's, to say. Um, mm-hmm. w- while we're on Alessandra, what would you like to do, Alessandra? Well, um, Alessandra's kind of going to say, "Should we um, should we find a really deep hole and just drop this down into it?" <laughs> um, and then smiles. Nice. We've got we've got a few kind of fronts available to us here because we've still got the, gr- the the green beam and the witch to grab. We've got this door which I've listened at and there's something possibly going on there and then we've got uh, this chest. Are we going to mm-hmm. focus on the chest? And we've got the the sister. Well, I think we want to focus on Uncle Buggy, don't we? We want to focus on the He's chest. He's a long-time member of this party newcomer. Party newcomer. I think the, the problem is we don't know whether the answer is with the chest or somewhere else. It could be somewhere else. It could be through that door. But opening that door could also start a big new fight, potentially. So, Alessandra's and- going to check if the door's locked. 
that's what she's going to do. Let's get a bit. Door to the north is is a... not locked. It's not locked. I can tell. I that. mean, okay. I think that's plenty for a round. Purple. So I can either mage hand or detect magic. What do you think, guys? I think detect magic will detect lots and lots and lots of magic. Yeah, but effectively, if you concentrate on it, you can narrow it down and see what what radiates magic. So if I were to move in to the room and stand next to the chest and then do detect magic. I'd be incredibly surprised if you didn't detect magic. Yeah, but it doesn't detect magic give you extra bits of information? He can tell you what, what school of magic, I think. Right. Tells you the school of magic, yeah. Yeah, so that seems like it might be quite useful, but open to uh, other other suggestions. I'm just looking <laughs> up detect magic. To do. I think there is a I think there is a time element. Um, do you think we have enough time to ritual? No. I reckon I reckon he's suffocating. That's that would be my guess. I reckon so we he's can see in an extra dimension. The... I think he's been sucked in into an inter- extra dimensional space and he is suffocating where he is. Is the it's picture like a... of buggy changing or is it just Are you studying the That's a good chest question. Parker? Yes, I will go over now and I'll stop searching and you oh, study start, I, yeah so instead of going to the wardrobe i go over and at a glance you can tell that none of the none of the carvings are moving what are you looking for if you study the chest do we sense that any sort of change over time in the sense of the only change that you've identified yeah. is that buggy is among the carved figures when he wasn't before and what's his what's his um stance or he looks terrified right but he his... looks like he's being victimized by these giant awful undead worms and other horrors that are right. stalking the above ground world. He's naked okay. in the picture, which I should have, sorry readers, I should have warned you. Oh dear, that's but just that's bad. Well, then. Seeing as I had to mind. pick up all his clothes and stuff one sort of assumed. Yeah, that, that, okay. um, is there any indication on the yeah. the box at all of sort of, I don't know, path out or the release method? Why don't you give me an arcana check sessions if you if you're studying the chest in that way. It's standing on its end, by the way, at, the, at this point, right? What's that in total? That's 14. Okay. Uh, you think, studying it, your sense is that there is some kind of... I mean, no sighing, please, when I reveal this. <laughs> there is some kind of magical trap associated with this chest. You can't determine uh, its nature or its workings. Mm. You don't need to detect magic. I mean, something magical has obviously happened. It wasn't a piece of... Sl- it wasn't sleight of hand. There's, Was no, anybody... there's no trap door or anything like that, right? So something magical has happened. Buggy has disappeared. He did so at the moment that he turned the key in the lock. Can, can we... That's um, what he thinks. Give the chest a look to see if there's possibly a concealed keyhole. That's what I was thinking. Oh, you are, and you have good. to make an investigation check. Are you going to touch the chest as you do so? Um, let me have to see how good You're not I'm really the experts here. Yeah, she's not really very good at that. Alessandra's um, maybe I maybe. should be stepping in at this moment in time. My thinking is that... Was there anything else on hooves that seemed, you know, some kind no. of protection or is there some no. kind of, there must be some way into this chest. This is a, there was a, a magical protection thing. on the check. There was a rod. Yeah, the rod, you're not sure. Uh, okay, I mean, you don't know. Mm. So has anyone looked in the cupboard? Nobody's looked in the cupboard. No, that was what I was about to do. I think the first thing to do is Next to round. give the chest a good in- examination. Yeah. Buggy didn't it do w- that, did he? He just rushed up and put the key in the lock. Well, Agreed. But what I'm thinking is that, that maybe there is some kind of 
you know, while you're wearing this amulet, you're protected against the magical effect of the chest or something along those lines. The only yeah. thing that even resembles the amulet of which I can see where you're heading with this, Dan, which is that there is some sort of, you know, it's identifier. A, it's a booby trap. Pass key that you have to be yeah. wearing and then you're okay. Mm. He was wearing the green skull symbol of Kios, a holy symbol, on a chain around yeah. his neck. Right. Hooves, but, uh, I mean, and he still is? Or have we taken uh, I'm assuming it was in amongst the effects that I described to you. I don't know if anybody really gave me much detail about where you were putting okay. those things. Have we established anyway. whether that uh, amulet was uh, magical? I don't think... I think you All thought right. about detect magic and I then decided it wasn't magic. I will detect magic and I yeah. will do it on the chest and on the amulet and on the rod. The chest is magical. Yeah. The rod is what magical. Aura? The chest has got a strong abjuration aura on it. Yeah. The rod, uh, I'd have to check for you the holy symbol is magical in the sense that it is a it is a priest's holy symbol but nothing more than that i would presume therefore it would have a sort of i don't know i'm guessing like a necromantic kind of aura right i don't know quite how a priest's holy symbol kind of functions in the magic world in terms of the rod i mean i don't know i'm afraid but i'm thinking necromantic Okay. I mean, that might give away the fact that it, I don't know that it's that relevant, but hey. Alessandra, were you going to do something? Yes, I was going to give it a, a, a thorough investigation. Give me an investigation check, please. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd like ah. to do that again. <laughs> uh, okay, well, you can, have an, you can have one more go, and then after yeah. that, things get a little bit more difficult. I think that's the convention that we've established. That is the convention we've established. This time I get a 16. A 16 is enough for you to determine Sandra. Sandy. Baby. Who? Again, uh, no eye rolling, please, on this stunning revelation that, yes, there is a magical trap on the chest and that you feel that though it would it's a real piece of work, you don't know that it's beyond you to disable it. But, crucially, and this is what your 16 tells you, you feel you would need the help of someone who understands who understands the arcane to work with you in doing so excellent blimey does that make sense yes there's a mechanical element that really looks pretty challenging but is not necessarily beyond you like and there's an arcane element that would need to be addressed at the same time so we're talking probably about two people working together Mm -hmm. highly effective highly effective highly effective Jibble, jibble, jibble. Pass. I have Arcana plus one. Ooh. I have your star. Oh, yes. I have Arcana plus zero. Anybody beat any of those? I've nope. got plus one. Okay. Well, so it could be uh, that she does it on her we're own. To- <laughs> we're talking about um, effectively a dexterity check using your thieves' tools, Alessandra. Yep. Okay. But first, Team Arcane has to do their bit. The person who's uh, kind of understands the arcane, who is helping you, is effectively going to be giving you a read about how to approach the mechanical disablement. Mm-hmm. So let's see if somebody can give you uh, a bit of help with that. Who is going to make that roll? Can we all roll? Who's got the uh, highest bonus? You can all roll. I can't see any reason why you couldn't all chip in. You could all chip in. I think the issue here is about who Sandra listens to. That would be the question about whether or not you know that you've made the right determination, right? But I can, um, I can judge that. That's fine. Burple gets twenty. Oh, okay. I'll listen to Burple. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Rest of us stop talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think we should roll. See how distracting we were. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, Alessandra, you can make a dexterity check using your thieves picks and tools. You'll be adding twice your proficiency bonus and your dexterity bonus to the roll. Which is six dexterity will take it to plus I'll cast guidance. Plus nine. So you're rolling a D twenty and a D four and you're adding nine. And yep. because Burple aced that Arcana check, you can roll this disabled device check at advantage. But and I don't think I need to stress this. Um, you really want to make this. You've got one go at this. You feel that the stakes are high. Okay. Drum roll. 14. So I is... get a 23 as the highest one of those. Yes. And add the d4. Add the d4. I'm rolling a uh, d4. 26. 26. 26. And Alessandra. <laughs> by one. one <laughs> by one. I thought yeah, it was successfully a worked a little tip of one of your prongs into this lock. Yeah. There was a definite moment there, Alessandra, where you thought, if this goes wrong, yeah. I've got a nasty feeling I'm joining, joining Uncle Buggy. Buggy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you feel Lady Luck's hand on your shoulder. And at the last instant, you just move that little thing across a tumbler just a little bit, and it goes, ding, and the chest flips open, and Uncle Buggy appears on the floor next to you. He's unconscious yeah. and naked. Excellent. You could do with Excellent. him as you will. Put him back well, in. Yeah, put it back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Cut the blue wire, cut the blue wire, and then you hover over and cut the red one, and the yeah. timer stops. Because we can tell Uncle Buggy that his stuff never reappeared. Mm. <laughs> Hello. No, I'm too honest, I'm afraid <laughs> for that. Hello. Hello. Hello what? Here's Hello. Uncle Buggy. Still unconscious. Still well, unconscious. we've got to distribute Buggy's... Yeah. don't we mm. yeah unfortunately you woke up with no arms <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell was going on what did you do we saved your butt again disabled the trap stuck in the tra- chest was i yes yeah. mm. alessandra saved your butt uh well together with purple <clears throat> and maybe a bit of sessions yeah i think possibly <laughs> the spell was in fact the tipping point you know just, yeah. just i to be... think not i think it was a team yeah, effort. It was, okay, yeah, it was well, a... I'll get a copper, copper piece out and press it into Alessandra's palm and say, thank you very much. Well, you don't have any copper. You don't, you're all you unconscious. Don't have... We've got all your stuff. Yes, and all your stuff is in a bag of holding. Well, actually, all of your stuff you, it, disappeared, yeah. strangely. It was really odd. It was there one moment, and then it's just it's just disappeared. Hmm. So what happened to you when you went in the chest? No idea. Mike never told you? No. <sighs> That's a bit... I guess I was unconscious in the chest. So, he's just lying there. He's lying there, he's unconscious. Okay. He's unconscious. Tattoo but some... Uh, tattoo, yeah, shave off one eyebrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got a tattoo a standing wave onto his arm, onto his forehead. <laughs> I mean, you've got a feeling that he's not that unconscious, no. <laughs> but yeah. Damn it. Okay, well, I'll hit him right. until he's really unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything tattoo. else in the in the chest? Yeah, there's stuff in the chest. Um, uh-huh. Let me just roll the d6. One to three, fine. Four to six, maybe not fine. One to three, fine. Okay, sessions upending the chest. Didn't break anything in it because it's mostly bottles. Ooh, potions. Yeah, it looks like you've got a couple of uh, things in there. You have some, what well, are clearly some potions or potion bottles. And there is a little, I suppose I would describe it as like a little dice bag, like a little uh, drawstring purse, the size of, let's say, your fist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of scroll cases. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the biting point. Do they further investigate, spend resources on working out what the stuff is, or do they try and revive their comrade? And let's see. 
Right. What's tell me about this bag? Oh, he's looking quite peaceful, lying there, <laughs> just having a bit of a bang snooze. buggy against these items. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> he's not going anywhere. So, what do you want to do next? Um, so that's it. So potions, strawstring, hmm. brag, and straw- you got. I tell you what. You got. You've got. You have three dark glass files with glass stoppers. Yeah. Paul, are you writing this down? You have one sort of crystal cut file that looks quite posh that's a clear glass with a liquid in it a clear liquid in it then you've got this little uh pouch little purse or dice bag but if you're you, i mean you're taking this stuff out of the chest you're reaching into the chest taking yeah. it out and the moment you do you pick the things up and the pouch feels like it's got uh sand in it basically i mean it feels like it's got it hasn't got anything that rattles it hasn't got coins in it it feels like it's got a sort of malleable sort of dust something and mm. then you've got two scroll cases they're not particularly marked they're just um you know they've got capped ends you'd have to open them and, and have a look okay i meanwhile buggy snores starts snoring and someone wake me up rolls over on his side give him a kick to wake up i'll throw a blanket yeah, he, he comes to he's quite groggy really is and it the real buggy he looks <laughs> uh, well this is the thing looks like buggy smells like certainly smells like buggy it smells like teen spirit it smells like we and spirits yeah and so you know it's buggy and garlic <laughs> and yeah he seems a bit groggy buggy you you don't feel great you had you just what's had a very weird what's going on you had a very weird dream about about basically being in some awful kind of hellscape give me a beer in terms of uh, your general well-being, um, could you make a, a quick note that you are down one point of intelligence, four points of wisdom, and a point of charisma? Oof. Temporarily. You are, you're not sure. You just, <laughs> you're making a note of that. Nope. One point of permanently. Blasted. Point of intelligence. Yeah, blasted. Point intelligence. Four points of wisdom and a point of charisma have gone missing somewhere. Well, that, when you when you reach zero wisdom, don't you die? Or don't you become kind of catatonic and... Well, luckily we didn't get to that point. Stick him in a pot. How Stick him in a pot. Yes. Identify these items. Uh, well, the, the potions and the dust. No, dust. I don't know about Burple's tech magic. Is that still running? What's the duration? Is it concentration? I yes, don't think you would have. Yeah. I don't Sorry. think you would have had to have dropped it in order to carry out the Arcana part of that task, so no, you no. can still be running it. Well, then I think I just tell you, don't I? Yeah, yeah. you just taste a bit and you know. If you open the one of the darker glass files and you dip the tip of your finger in, you find an oily substance which you uh, identify purple as oil of gentle repose. Not particularly exciting. It's like an embalmer's. Yeah. It's like magic embalmer's fluid. Yeah. Right. That's the same for all three of those bottles. Okay. Yeah. The clear flask is a potion of greater healing. Nice. Okay. Uh, the scrolls, you can open the cases and you can read the titles. Yeah. Anybody yeah. going to tell me that you can't? I think you can. One is a scroll of greater restoration. Ooh. One is a scroll of death ward. Ah, that's quite good, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the bag has got some dust in dust. it. Dust. 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 Let me just see if there's a specific description. Seems to be full of fine sand. It's got an it illusion aura to it. Dust of appearance? Dust of disappearance? Mm. Do I feel it's dust of I disappearance? Mean, left, right? left associated with it for an hour... Yeah, you would you would know what it was, but it's dust of disappearance. Without without an hour and just the aura, it's got an illusion aura on it, and it's dust. 
Of disappearance. Dust of disappearance. Dust. People re reuniting Buggy with his gear. All right, okay, then. you're not. Roll for, for magic. Right, we're rolling for the magic then. Mm -hmm. What What did you have? Yes, when we're rolling for the magic, Johnny, it's your kit we're rolling for. No. Well, now what? Dust. Now um, the hacker is still standing in the. Yeah, cupboard, I think. By the way. Looking um, blankly she's standing, at you. Or didn't we? Didn't we get her a stretcher or something? This is the next thing. So she's just standing in the corridor, looking blankly at you. It look, mm. Honestly, all of this stuff. Somebody give me an. Just Didn't a straight intelligence check. Stand in the beam. Oh, uh, there's something I forgot, actually. There's something I forgot that's in the chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there the was a piece of paper. Head. You found something else in the chest. You found a piece of paper with oh. chest. Ah, what did it Fold say? it up into an aeroplane shape. Look, the important thing is, on one side of this piece of paper is the sigil, the tentacular sigil of Zerxog the Mind Flayer. Uh, on the, the other side of the paper, it says, in common, written in Zerxog's tentacly hand, I can do as you ask, but you must bring the girl to me. That's all it says. And when you're looking at that piece of paper, and you're looking at the hacker, why doesn't somebody give me a straight intelligence check? Okay. Intelligence. Okay. Oh. That's good enough. That's a 20? Yeah, a purple. Mm. Oh, on fire. wow. You're on yeah. Best character, you see. Inspired tonight. That piece of information, plus um, a studying Lahaka and uh, rifling around in your memory. Her behaviour, I mean, she's a little bit more talkative, but her behaviour resembles nothing right. so much as the behaviour of the captives that you freed from the brain yes. zombies in the caverns right. and uh. the thrall, maybe those that wait servants of Xerxok that you freed from the little chamber yes. beside his great hall. So we haven't found a cure, have we? But Yeah, okay. Her state looks... I mean, there's a, something else going on here because there's clearly something weirdly necromantic going on here, right? Mm. I mean, she's not alive. But in terms of her ability to kind of react to stimuli remember things, engage. She's sort of in that area. Right. Didn't... Well, we well, sent we... them all off to Eligos, didn't we? So we don't actually know whether Eligos did anything to them. Well, Eligos, uh, the one of them was um, more kind of compassmentous than the others. But yeah, you don't know what came of them. I mean, Do you know we feel Eligos like a human flesh. restoration might have an effect on... You're not certain, but you would have thought that that's in the right area. It's whether or not we want to <laughs> use a, a scroll of greater restoration on her rather than one of us when we need it. Mm. You've also got somebody who may want the um, services of a scroll of greater restoration already. Mm. Do we? Buggy. Buggy, I would think. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I think we use it on her, personally. Well, what would you like to do now? You've got a door to your north. Uh, Sandra is determined that that is not locked. You have your crackling green beam, of course, and your, your scrolls on the altar, all rather scary. And then the, the only other thing I should kind of just make sure that you're staying on top of, and I presume, by the way, um, how does that work, by the way, Burple, with your detect magic or any of that other business? Can you maintain your clairvoyance yes. spell? Yes. Oh. So that's not, ah, that's not no, concentration. that's a good point. No, it is concentration. Yes, yeah, clairvoyance. Okay, so that's well, good point. The, the last thing you got from your clairvoyance spell, which is, you know, we should stress, is only a, a matter of a minute or so ago, mm -hmm. was that there was no motion or movement. What I was thinking was, rather than risk, I, I'm quite low on spells, um, mm -hmm. so rather than risk a potential combat by opening that door to the north of that room, I was thinking of doing mm -hmm. my last third level as a clairvoyance through there to see what's in there. And we can Clever. decide whether we want to go through or not. What do you think? Clever. I think that's a good idea. So I'll do that. How far on the other side of the door do you want to bring your little sensor into being? Like, 
an inch, a foot, five foot? You know, what sort of scale are we talking about? Uh, let's let's say let's say a foot and a half. Okay, I shall reveal some things to you. It's a fish eye lens. It's like a fish eye lens, so I can see basically everything. So um, what you can see through your clairvoyant spell, you've brought the sensor into being looking north up a short passageway, about 15 feet. And then you get from your point of view, it's impossible to determine exactly, but you feel that, that it then opens up. So this little passageway opens up into some kind of room. And then on the far side, directly opposite you, another 15-foot corridor leading to another door on the other side. So you're looking at effectively a mirrored situation, symmetrical, yeah. north okay. But your angle gives you a bit of a view of the floor space as it opens out in between those two corridors. To your right, you can see that it's just a normal, what seems to be a standard flagstone floor. It matches the architecture, everything else that you've seen so far. On the left, on the other hand, there's something else going on. There is a curtain. It's green and black checkered where you would expect your angle of vision to show you a little bit more of the left hand side as you're looking at it you can't see that part of the room because there's this curtain okay behind which is the great oz (laughs) (laughs) there is some light coming into this room from your right so from the east Mm. there is some kind of something is burning i mean it could be a an incense burner just like the one that's in the uh, room that you're in now but there may be a bit more light than you'd expect to come from that maybe a brazier or something right other than that there is nothing to tell you right mm. i you can't move think, the sensor no no i can't move it what i think guys is that we have this woman to get out of here right so we need to get her back to garth south portal yeah yep. that's going to take a little while we can dimension door out and dimension door back how many dimension doors have you got Graham? two i think you've got two so that would need to be you i've only got one left let me um, confirm but but at the same time we want to scout as much of this place as we can I think because we you know we're going to have limited time and we why might do we lo- need to why we do might we need, lose our fight why do we need to get Larka out as soon as possible I don't quite understand well, what are you what are we going to do go back to the scenery and then sit there with her what are we going to do with her well she doesn't seem to be I mean can she not hang around if she's undead can we not stick her in the bag of holding. <laughs> 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 Um, it's actually quite a good idea. It's actually not a bad idea. It's It'd like, be a bit cramped, but it could be done. Can I put a seat in there for her? Sit down on it. <laughs> uh, again, it would make it more cramped. It's four yeah. foot by four foot by yeah. four foot. This bag of holding. Yeah. So she would have to sort of fold herself up a bit to get in there, and you've got a suit of scale mail in there, plus all of your other possessions. I mean, does she really need to go in the bag of holding? I mean, is, well, what I mean, danger she's not, is she I mean, she's, in? Effectively, she's bendable, poseable. Yeah, I mean, she's... Yeah, shove her in the bag of holding. Well, only only if she... Nothing else is happening. Everything else is quiet. Just the crackling of the incense burner. So it's about half past ten. But I think the last time we checked the time, we guessed the time. It was nine something. Right. We do have time. Yeah. And she's not in a situation where she's deteriorating. I mean, she's just basically undead and confused, right? That's right. You can't take another long rest today. You don't have time anyway. Yeah, you can only take one in a 24-hour period. So you've got to try and th- think about that, perhaps, because of you're about at eight o'clock. Other than that, you are. When was our last long rest? Well, you long rested at about noon today. So basically, we turn we we effectively we turn into pumpkins at 12 o'clock noon tomorrow and have to basically rest until literally until about at eight. Uh, about no, at eight. Do we, yeah. 
I mean, can we not start resting slightly earlier? I think as long as you take only one. Okay, I mean, it, one it per twenty-four on hour period. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't it's think a bit I hand wavy, isn't it? I'm taking that to to be something that's guided by the divine Ut, as in the wheel of days turns for the time being. Yeah, rather than the who. So we Let's could not go into that again. So it seems to me that we could carry on exploring and then return this lady to her brother tomorrow morning, essentially. The thing is about is whether we get involved in a fight. I'm chipping in all the time, but I mean, he's not around, right? I mean, you see him when he comes in for the bouts. Uh, He comes in for the draw and important kind of events in the games. He's a manager. He's allowed in to visit you. But he's not waiting in the car outside, (laughs) if you see what I mean. What I I mean is... But but, um, Elagos' house is not far. Elagos' house is not far, no. But Graham could dimension door into the street with her and then walk... And then dimension door back in again. Is your only concern that we get into a fight? Well, I've got and then I've got no third level spells left. She's going to get destroyed. I've got no third level spells left. So if we get into a fight, we're not well powered. And I've got basically my dimension door as a fourth level. I've got two seconds. So what I was thinking was do a invisibility on Sandra so that she can then go and scout that area. Sandra! I don't know who you're talking about. We've also got this um, crackly green uh, energy and the double doors. If we can somehow disrupt that energy... Maybe that's what the rod does. We could take a short rest and and do some identifies. I think that's probably the best idea. What? Is to take the short rest to identify if there's any kit that we've got that we don't know what it does that could disrupt the green beam. Other than that, Alessandra's happy to go off and do a bit of scouting. Well, there was some noise behind us, wasn't there, as well? There was some noise back up, I think, the, towards the stairs, so that, you know, the coffin room back up to the, yeah. the secret entrance. So maybe... <sighs> I don't know what that means, though, because we saw nothing, and I kept watch throughout that whole combat, and we saw nothing. I think it's probably worth, before we decide, maybe nipping out through that door and have a peer into the bigger room. That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. And then we could decide whether we're going to have a rest or not. We could rest here. We're not disturbed. Yeah. I'm going to stealthily open the the northern door to the area that Burple's clairvoyance has been looking at. I do think whilst I'm doing this, you should try and take a bit of a rest and see if you can identify the what the rod does. Okay, you, you're opening the door. I'll give, I'm gonna... uh, sorry, uh, actually, before before you actually do it, we give um, Buggy needs his stuff, right? Yeah, I'm assuming you've yeah. reunited Buggy with his gear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You reckon? <laughs> yes. Do we, do we have to? Yes. Yeah. Stealth at advantage. Yeah. I get a 29. You're silent as a cloud as you gingerly push the door open. It opens towards you. Yeah. And you can see what Burple described to you. A little passageway leading up. It opens up into a room and then directly opposite, another little passageway leading further north. Are you padding up the corridor? Yep. I think we'll take that as all part of the same stealth check. You get to the, as it were, to the threshold of the room and I can show you a bit more. Yep. Just while we're doing this, just so that we're clear. Buggy Burple Parker Sessions. What are you doing while Sandy does this? Well, Sandy does that. I'm continuing to focus on the rod. Excuse me? (laughs) Alessandra. Who? Buggy's going up to the door to offer support to... Yeah, yes. I'll, go, I'll basically stand next to Buggy as well. And then Burple? I'm going to go and watch behind us. Okay, so you're going to wander back into the other chamber. Yeah. You've got the scrolls and you've got this green energy crackle running through the room. The scrolls are still on the table, aren't they? But we can't, they're not, yeah. they're not, they're, they're sort of incorporeal, aren't they? So we can't really impact them, affect them. Well, it's so far, 
Alessandra, anyway, in the meantime, let me let me reveal what you can see when you creep up the corridor into this chamber. First of all, you've got the curtain on your left. And then you have a room that opens out to your right. It leads off to your right about oof, 10, 15 feet. There's a yeah. wall running south-north, so to your right. There is a brazier. It's like a incense burner brazier type structure on a little brass tripod in the corner of the room. The curtain to your left is of green and black checks. Give me a religion check, if you have it, or just a straight... Where does religion come off? Intelligence. Or a straight intelligence check, if you don't. I've got religion at plus one, but I've got intelligence at plus six with proficiency and also the ring. The ring? Ring of protection plus two gives me plus two on it. No, the ring doesn't give... That's You're looking at your saving throws. Uh, looking myself. I hate to embarrass so. you in front of our listenership yeah, of 12 sorry. people. But that is really embarrassing. <laughs> but that is what really embarrassing. That's what you're looking at. So what so. we're talking about here is whether or not you're making an intelligence check or an intelligence brackets religion check. I think religion stems off in, comes off intelligence. Does it? Yeah. It's Graham same, or is it wisdom? The same thing. We're not looking for a spectacular number. Just as well. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. So this green and black checkered pattern. Kios. Yes, that folds in with everything else that you're seeing here. You're learning that green and black seem to be the colours of Kios. Yeah. And so that this curtain is just not black and green checks for a randomly. It's not there for the aesthetics mm. of it. Really pulls the room together. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. there. It's it's a Kiosy curtain. And then to your north, you've got a little passageway that leads up and there's a door. Okay. That looks anonymous and boring. Excellent. Shall I continue? Are you narrating what you can see? Yes. Anybody else want to do anything? React to what Alessandra is describing? Uh, no, um, I'm going to wait by the door. What's behind the just... curtain? Exactly. It's very oh. tempting. Very tempting. Very tempting. Nothing bad ever happens. Just a worm. Curtains are always good. Yeah. Do you want me to roll another stealth? Yes. Can you roll a stealth check if you wish to kind of continue on? Yeah. Rolling a 21. You're very quiet. You can pad into the room. Does the curtain reach all the way to the floor? The curtain reaches all the way to the floor and is hanging from a steel bar that seems to be anchored to the southern and northern parts of the room mm. that you can't see because the curtain is obscuring it, right? But that would mean that there would be maybe an inch at the top of that, above that bar. Technically, one could, if you could find something to stand on, you could look over the curtain. Is it a single curtain or is it a double curtain? It's a single curtain. It's like a shower curtain. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go and get the chair from behind the desk in what's the name's room and I'm going to go and stand on the chair, I love that chair. and look over the curtain. So, okay, no more pretense at stealth, right? You're taking a well, kitchen chair. I'm well, going to try, uh, still try and do it stealthily. I can still okay, well, so you're really, really quietly trying to lower the kitchen chair onto the floor. Okay, yeah, give yeah. me a stealth check. Give me a stealth check. This is good. Yeah. That's how we do this. 24. Okay, so you basically put the chair like it's like this is like Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's like yeah. Marcel Marcel or something. In some yeah. <laughs> okay. Little pork and feet or something. So it's nice and quiet. Stand on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> stand on me. the chair. I'm. 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 Going to hand the hat round after I'm discounting. I'm discounting. I've got. A, I've got a two for one offer. That standing on the chair under the same stealth check. <laughs> Tempting though it would be for you to roll a one. <laughs> yeah. And tip the whole thing over. And you. Very gingerly, just peek over the top of the curtain, and you can see into the rest of the room. What you can see, Alessandra, is you making a DC 18 or wisdom save right now. 
and then I will describe what it is that is causing you to make that wisdom save. Uh, How does that sound? Uh, right then. Reincarnate. Really, really want to make that Damn it. You make the save. <laughs> right, what happens is... Your leg falls off. You manage to resist the overwhelming urge to flee as you look over the curtain. I've got some things to describe to you. Yeah. None of the things I'm about to describe to you are good news. Okay. Let's start with the best news. That is that the far side of the room from you, the western wall of this chamber, is completely filled with a mosaic of tiny green and black tiles so arranged to depict the horrible skull of Chios. And that skull was what made you almost shit your pants. Yes. And then you resisted it and you held your nerve long enough to see the following. Standing in front of this mosaic wall, there is a six foot tall black earthenware urn. Uncle Buggy and Alessandra and Parker, can you all give me wisdom checks, please? Not saving throws, wisdom checks. That's straight Um. wisdom. Roll D20, add your wisdom modifier. 20. Yeah, okay. Uncle Buggy? Four. That's a fail. Not great. Right. Sandra and uh, Uncle Buggy, there's an odd sensation that you can't place, but you feel like the air pressure has rapidly gone up in this area. The Mm -hmm. moment that you looked over the curtain, can't quite work out what the physics of that might be. Mm. There's a weird feeling in your inner ear of air pressure. Parker, you get the same thing, but Parker, you recognize it. It's exactly, or very similar to, if not maybe a little stronger than, down the mine. Weird change of pressure that you got, yes, when that weird orange entity mm. was brought into being by the those that wait priestess mm. in the mines or other in the caverns before you got to Xerxog's halls. It's exactly the same. Well, I say it's exactly the same. It feels a little bit more intense and powerful. And the reason for that is all too clear to you, Sandra, because bubbling out of this mm. <laughs> is some kind of creature. What I would describe it to you as, since you saw the orange weird tree one-eyed horror in the caverns, is it's like that, but like a much larger, or rather much rounder pudding of that, that is blubbling out of the top of this urn towards you in a rush, and it's got multiple eyes dotted around its horrible gelatinous surface. The Demon Lord. And we've got to do a couple of things. The first thing is that the room that you're in, Sandra, and everywhere around you fills with an awful, noxious green gas. Right. And the second thing is that we should roll for initiative. Here we go. Here we go. Run away. Maybe this is the trigger mechanism to release the Here we go. Oh, I think we should run away. 16. I'm wondering... Oh. 16. Alessandra's got an 18. Thank God. 12 for purple. Buggy, what'd you get? 13. Good job I got boots of speed. I can move very fast in the opposite direction. Lucky I didn't burn that dimension door. <laughs> <laughs> I can move very fast. Parker, you so. spike the door shut and I'll run. And I get that. Okay. Let's light up the board. And we start with this cloud. The cloud covers or affects Parker, Uncle Buggy, and Alessandra. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? It does, I'm afraid. That's just the way it is, isn't it? Even after all my stealthiness. Whatever this weird entity was, was just waiting. waiting. 
I don't want to get all sort of metagamey, but you've centered yeah. it on basically the square and the corner of the cut. Should it not yeah, be centered? Yeah, I think that you. I think you've got a point, and I'm going to just slightly change things a little. I think it would center it around Alessandra, and that might mean that you're free of it. Yeah. It does. So, Sandra, you must make a DC 15 constitution save, please, uh, as you start your turn in the cloud. It's a stinking cloud. Which I don't get with a seven. Well, you have an aught dice, which I will take. <laughs> I don't need it because I, well, I don't need to roll the six because I've got a 22. You're um, okay. But. No, no, you're okay. You're surrounded by gas. What would you like to do on your turn? Can I? What can I see? Nothing much. I mean, you know so where of... the corridor is to your south. You're, um, you're standing yeah. right on the threshold of it. So I can move through it. My my movement is. Yes. Top, my, I'm uh, still I don't, think, I don't think your movement is impacted. No. I just, but I just can't see anything. But I know where I am. In which case, I'm just going to run straight back out. Zaf. Mm-hmm. Back into the room. Okay. Anything out else? Out of the cloud. Uh, I'm going to use a disengage action and then just do a move okay and you're moving back into the chamber behind yeah. buggy and parker in the doorway free yeah. action shut the door uh, as you come through yep okay uh sessions on 16 um yeah <laughs> i think i will uh withdraw into the room with green bean graham's nightmare the high initiative role yeah it's terrible isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I'll go into the room with Green Beam, consult with Burple. Okay, you hear a kind of bubbling, hissing, horrible noise coming from, you know, yeah. through the other way, and gas is sort of filling the area north of the other guys. Parker on 16. Are we going to spike this thing shut, Buggy? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to run. Buggy, you're holding a set of keys in your hand. Am I? Okay. I mean, assuming uh, that everything that you had on you... Oh, does this door have a lock? Yes. Yes. Oh, lock it, buggy. Yeah, I'll lock it and then run. Okay, well, okay, I, will, so Parker, you're I will running. run. I will run. That was free action to discuss that point, and then I will mm. run away and follow sessions. Okay, uh, I've got an important question for you now, buggy. Uh, yeah. What is your initiative modifier? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's uh, <laughs> plus two. Plus two. Oops. Okay, yeah. you don't go before this thing goes. Has someone shut the door, though, on the way back? Yeah, yes. the door yes. the door's yeah, yeah, yeah. shut. That's fine. Yeah. You just haven't locked the door yet, yeah. right? No. That's all I'm establishing. You hear something slobbling around towards the door. Slobbling. <laughs> it moves very quickly. Right. You hear it rushing towards you, and the door... Buggy, you get the opportunity at this point to try and hold the door closed. If you do, you make opposed strength checks, you win a draw. If you win or we draw, you can hold the door closed, and then we can think about how complicated it might be for you to fumble for a key and lock the door. Hmm. If you fail, the door bursts open and this thing will be on you. What would you like to do? Well, I much choice, really. I'm going to try and hold the door open. Uh, okay, shut, let's roll brother. opposed strength <laughs> Checks. Yeah, I I'm get a total raging. of ten. That's pretty disappointing. <laughs> nice. Oh, mine. I had three. Drum roll. Yes, getting oh, a roll. Oh, oh, closed. Five. Okay, Uncle Buggy, Lovely. can you give me a? I mean, it's a pretty straightforward thing, but can you give me a dexterity check? You've basically got to, whilst holding the door closed, this thing mm. is actively pushing at it. I don't think we're going to get into something about how the pressure suddenly stops and it's not its turn anymore. Um, whilst holding the door <laughs> closed, you've got to fumble the keys from your belt, D&D and you're physics. basically going to. I mean, there's only a couple, so it's not going to be like <laughs> it's like 20 keys on there. 
D&D physics is quantized in time. Uh, you ace it. You can lock the door. Now what do you want to do? Now I'm going to run as fast as my little legs will carry me. <laughs> okay, 70 fine. feet with my boots of speed. Burple? Well, Burple is... Uh, so this thing is doing what? Well, it's, it was trying to push the door open and get to Buggy, but Buggy's locked the door and, and has run away. so <laughs> fast, I've actually ran past everybody Shot past under you. the yeah. sickly beam uh, into the corridor in the antechamber. So I'm moving. You're running. Actually, I'm going to run up to the door with the with the slot in it and I'm going to look through the slots just to make sure there's nothing there. The jailer's hole. You're going to look up. There's nothing there. Yeah. By the way, I can still see through my... Um, Clairvoyance. What's this thing? Yes. Doing? So, well, you can't see anything. Uh, oh, would you say about a foot and a half in? It's it, ooh, it's very dark. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe it's like really bright. I don't know. Anyway, it's inside this creature. You're getting a. <laughs> you're getting a. Maybe you're looking at its spleen or something. Nice. Sandra on eighteen. Sandra on eighteen. Where's Where's um undead acknowledging the name. sister gone? I thought they put her in the bag of holding, didn't they? Yeah, I think you did, you know, Buggy. I did. Yeah, nobody contradicted. Let's just say, friend guy's storyteller, she's in the bag of holding. It's fine. She's in the bag of holding. Buggy's got the bag of holding. Burple's running for the exit. Parker's running for the exit. Sandra is... Alessandra. Yeah. <laughs> there, I thought you'd accepted your new... Not We're remotely. just running away, guys. Oh, well, yep. Oh, it, that's rich from Graham. It's, 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 no, Graham, stay the there. The tone of the disappointment in Graham's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily sure we're running away. We're just running, running. I mean, fast. I mean, running away, away. We're just running away from this thing, and you're running towards somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you're not running away from this. You're yeah, running towards the exit. Where we're running towards, so I can no, get there like first. Running away and running away, away. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Run away. It's Plan like going B, out take... going out, out. <laughs> yeah, out, out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and? Uh, Sandra, come on. Alessandra. Oh, pulling teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for other people to stop talking. Alessandra's going to run. And okay. She, she can run straight through, straight through. She's got, because she's got her mobile feet, so she can run her mobile phone. 80. Yeah. And she might act actually also do the bonus dash action to take her another 40 as well can, which is what she can you to. shut the door oh. spurs one by the way bonds did they who oh. were they playing burnley <laughs> i'm very tempted if you get, what was the competition i'm so not the, the what's it thingy the what's it what's cool. it you know the that one cokey cup the, the <laughs> yeah, door, shut it up. on your way out. Yeah, the Karamac. Interact cup, with an object. What I could do, because Alessandra remembers how well everybody treated her with the doppelgangers. Depending on when this comes out, Bonds, yeah, and how yeah. well we do, this is the quarterfinals, we might just be about to lose the final of this cup. <laughs> 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 Probably to the Gooners. Well, Alessandra, you can start out. sounding smug as soon as you like. Alessandra's out. Sessions. Hang on, I, Alessandra, are you going to close the door on your way well, out? Well, I thought what I could do in memory of the doppelgangers, I could close the door towards the end leaving everybody inside <laughs> yeah do that because I'm already no out. I'm going to cl- no I'm going to close the door into uh, what was Hooves' room right so you're as I run incrementally closing doors behind you are we going to play this through Parker you're running right Sessions oh well I was just going to invite <clears throat> Parker to um, bug out with me Okay, Dementia um, where are you heading to? Where shall we go? Somewhere um, you know, and somewhere that you think is within 500, 500 feet. feet. Well, I'll go with you. Where I know somewhere you, that's uh, definitely within 500 um, feet, which uh, is the top of the stairs down to the scenery, because you did that before. Ah, okay. Well, let's go there then. 
Don't mind if I do. Sessions of Parker vanish. Buggy. I'm just Burple, running. Sandra. Let's not worry about round sequence so much. Where are you going? What are you doing? So Parker and Sessions are bugged out, right? Yeah. yeah. Should I take offense I to this? I came and asked you uh, before you ran away, Burp, or whether we were bugging out. No, I'm just, I'm just, you know, doing what you did. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking that I can do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving one person behind, which would be buggy. <laughs> I can move 140 Leaving feet around. Yeah. Okay. So I'm bugging yeah, out with Sandra. Okay. Yeah. Buggy, which way do you go in your 140 foot around escape? Um. <laughs> You've got two choices. You've got back up through the wine Jeez. cellar, into the main understructure, and through uh, all the corridors, or down the pit and then through the sewers. I'll go down the pit through the sewers. I can jump down the well in one spring with my boots of jumping. Okay. Is that the wrong answer? That, Buggy, was the right answer. <laughs> What's wrong with the other way? Maybe both answers were right answers. And you head back to the scenery to find the others looking smug, sitting around a table, <laughs> drinking mead. Making jokes about what yeah. took you. Procyon and Sirius. Procyon and Sirius are hammered and singing songs in the corner. And the other teams that are still in there, the gravediggers, they don't show their faces yet. I mean, it's really just Filch and he stays in his little chamber. How do we summon uh, Garth South Portal so he can give me sister? Well, you've got, there's um, the Ariel in the kitchen. Cheeseman is your contact in the kitchen staff. She went yeah. and ran a message out for you before. Uh, the Anvil of Thumper there, they're drinking with Pitchblade. Uh, Procyon and Sirius. The Newell Mountain Massacre. Chief Doesn't really socialise. Mernst Dank Barrel, the spherical floating wizard who runs the golems, doesn't socialise. And the golems themselves, somebody must lock them away somewhere. They, they weren't ever brought down to the scene of it, so you don't know what happened to them, right? Dice and Desire are also now taking bookings through Apeshire <laughs> Mage. They're much better company. They're hanging out. The Lost and the Damned don't interact with other people. The Harrowing Horde, the farmers, they're kind of hanging around. They kind of keep themselves to themselves, but they can drink with the best of them. And then there's you guys. That's the situation in the scene of me when you get back. So it's Procyon and Sirius. So there is there are they actually is there actually the constellation of Canis? They're both because white they're, dwarfs. Uh, yeah. Lucas. Well, oh, huh? oh God! Don't this thing please. doesn't just this fall together, yeah. Lucas. <laughs> don't. Yeah, very good. I like. Why did you ask that question? And why did well, you set just... it up like that, Mike? He's just you're just feeding him. I set it up like that because I was looking for names for these two, and it seemed yeah. to um, make sense. Uh, I thought that Lucas would spot it, and he did. So you know, everything just it's just interesting because it... everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Pitiful band. Okay, get a, <laughs> a, a note out via this kitchen person. Well, kitchen person. I'll this unpack kitchen. her from Some the bag of, the of holding. Person. You're finding um, Ariel. Ariel Cheeseman. <laughs> she speaks in the same stilted way that she spoke before. She seems a bit nervous. But you did handsomely reward her, I think, with ten gold mm. pieces for the last message. So she is more than happy to earn another ten and take a note out to Elagos's house, which is your only... You don't know where Garth Southbottle yeah. lives. Could, could she take the woman rather than the uh, note? Uh, well, the woman is in the bag of holding. Are you producing well. an... <laughs> Yes, I'm going to pack her from a, the bag a, of holding. A mind-burned, bald <laughs> cadaver girl. No, 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 no. In the scenery. No, we're sending a note. No, we'll wait till we get out of the scenery. Okay. <laughs> While you are doing this, 
sessions. Mm-hmm. You're at your table. There's carousing going on around you. General Bon Homme. The rivalries have been forgotten in a, you know, it's the night before the quarterfinals, is it? Yeah, quarterfinals. You hear a kind of <coughs> behind you. Uh, when you turn to see what the noise is, it's one of the harrowing horde. Uh, harrowing horde are the farmers who fight with pitchforks and hoes and seed drills. Yesterday, of course, you know that they beat the chromatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know which of the harrowing horde it is. He's got a, you know, he's wearing a smock. He's got a piece of corn, <laughs> corn sticking out the corner of his <laughs> mouth. He's got one of those hats. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a sharpened seed drill. He says, "Hello there." Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he says, "You, you're, are you, are you sessions, are you sessions eater? Is that your name?" Aye. They wrote Bert Fry out of the archers today. If you want to place the. Uh... Oh, spoiler alert! What was that? Because of the thing with the the barn, the yeah, anyway, whatever. No. The, How far well, the, behind are you on the archers? Well, I listened to last Sunday. I listened to the. I listen to the ombudsman. God, you're an om- not yeah. the ombudsman. Um, <laughs> the ombudsman. The ombudsman. ombudsman. He tells me whether they're illegal. I listen or to not. the archer's ombudsman. He just goes, <laughs> and we have found in favour of you in this instance. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so this is falling apart. So he goes, "Oh, sessions. My name my pal. is. Uh, my name is uh, Bibby." Biddy Bob, Biddy Bod. My name is Biddy Bod Buddy Boo. He says. Biddy Bob Buddy Boo. Uh, Biddy, that's hard to say when you've got My name is Biddy Bod Buddy Boo, and I am one of the harrowing horde. And I have a message for you, Sessions, from somebody you know from the outside world. Somebody call Hillary, one of the lizard folk. Now they came to see me. They did. And they had a message for the young Sessions. They asked me to warn you. That, now, this will make more sense to you than it does to me, because it's oh, beyond me. All, you are, all I understand, all I understand, is cows, sheep, pigs, and grain. Right. <laughs> Hillary said something about. Uh, I think she mentioned like a dragon, something called Ilthane. Yeah. had been had been in the mist marsh. Odd goings on, Hillary said in the mist marsh. Oh yes. Well, and that Ilthane, a dragon, had been there and had wrought terrible destruction. It was the black dragon, yeah? On their home. And had been asking questions. She left many dead, but she'd been asking questions about meddlers who'd interfered with her plans. That's <laughs> huh? mm. so what said to me. And I'm fearing very strongly between Norfolk and the West Country. <laughs> <laughs> alternate sentence. Get off my there land. There we are. Get off my land. Hey. 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 Look, she doesn't. Silly old fool. What are you trying to say? Hillary doesn't know how whether or not anybody uh, gave her any information, but that's it. Also, Hillary told me there's a small group of shifty individuals. Mm. Huh? Weird little people in robes and stuff. And they were in the marsh with Ilthane, and they'd been asking questions. At Blackwall Keep, they said. And in the marsh, they said. And they were prodding about in the marsh. <laughs> Hillary said. And that's the message. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. Me hearties. Me hearties. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that is a, a in the soil. And <laughs> pirate Oscar farmer. goes to. <laughs> this is a, a pirate farmer. Ah, my hearty. Ah, 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 
<laughs> they do say in the marsh on a dark and stormy night in the mist marsh <laughs> there be treasure. <laughs> green Billy's treasure. I had a touch of the green Billy once. What are we doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are we what doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Just yeah. wait. We've hit, we've hit the Johnny cut out. <laughs> <laughs> we've hit what I think of as the Johnny... The, well, I don't know what a Johnny timer is. That sounds awful. But limit. We've hit the Johnny limit, which is yeah. like... He's, he's, a, he's prepared to go through so long without hitting something. Right? Without hitting a fight. Yeah. <laughs> or rolling for magic, finding a magic item, and that's it. So he's like, he's prepared uh, to allow it to roll. I can let this run through, and then at a certain yeah. point, he's like, right, what's going on now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop being silly. Stop right. being silly. What are we no doing? No more enjoyment. Yeah. Anyway, there we are. That's what you learned right. sessions from. Um, I've forgotten his name already, but uh, oh no, bibbidi bib bibbidi bib bobbidi bob bib bab bibbidi bob. Well, that's what you learn. Anyway, there we go. Fantastic. That was the useful info. And people say that this show doesn't have decent role play. (laughs) (laughs) I would say. They're right. I think that's harsh. That's what I hear. I'd say they're right. I mean, all four of them. So what was that thing, that that squeakly monster, do we think? Should have stayed and fought it, and then you would have found out. Well, I think the thing is, is that you were... You being very low on spells, I'm completely fine. But well, you should have stayed then. I think everybody else was dead. Decided to absolutely hoof it. You're just all chicken. That's a problem. Uh, you ran. I ran after everybody else ran. I was quite happy staying there. You know. I think we can go back and do it. Yeah. Let's ditch the sister first. Let's complete that part of the part of the mission, and then we can go. We can go well, right we now. have a small matter of a quarterfinal to uh, to worry about. I'm wondering whether we need to actually go to that part of the dungeon again. At all. Does it? Is it required? Does it? Is it required? Is it required? Does it? Is it required? Is it required? <laughs> Does it? Is it required? Does it require? <laughs> I think you know the you know if we lose the, the quarterfinal, yeah, then we're not really going to be able to go back down very easily without starting a total fight. Well, we've got that passageway, haven't we? I think that passageway is the plan B. Yeah, probably written in for the if the if the party manages to fuck it up so badly <laughs> that they get... You know where it goes. We don't, but it looks like it's a let's go outside passage. Let's go outside passage. Let's go outside passage. Uh, right, so, uh, where were we? Because I have no idea what we're doing. What we're doing is we're sent a message to um, Garth via her You don't know when you're likely to get an answer back. It's 10 no. o'clock at night. No, we've got a decision, which is do we go back down and try and fight this monster or do we effectively call it a night and I think we effectively call it a night you've got some resource management questions here right like you've got one long rest between now yeah. and your fight tomorrow at 8pm I think we want to be fully rested for the fight so Did, can you tell me sorry the message that you sent to sorry to be rewindy yeah the message that you sent to Elegos what does the message say the message will say that um, we have Garth's sister we Tell Garth we've we've got news of interest for him. We found his sister, or we what's left sister. of her. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, That's what you want when you've been waiting for news. Yeah, yeah. we've we've found your sister. Yeah. Be prepared Fine. for shock. Okay, but the general <laughs> idea is, yeah, Garth, get okay. You send a message to Elegor saying, "Can you tell Garth South Portal that we have found his sister and he should get down here as soon as possible before she yeah, crumbles." Yeah, and she's only kind of dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
fine. Yeah. He 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 might want to bring some handkerchiefs with him. Yeah. yeah. And the mop and bucket. <laughs> Have you seen Twenty Eight Days Later? <laughs> fine. That message is gone. Hello. You're going to rest up over. Hello, Lucas. You're going to rest up overnight. I think we'll let her out of the bag while we're in the in our. Well, quarters. you've got your cabin. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, she just stands there. She's completely um, rudderless. Uh-huh. Well, we'll uh, tell her to sit. She, she doesn't run off. She know. doesn't. But she just looks like she just. Yeah, she just sits at the corner of the bed, staring at the wall. Yeah. I feel we should also mention to Garth's South Portal in the message that I don't know. Um, some. What can we say to sort of slightly prepare him for the shock? We, we've, we've had, had that. Without, we've had that discussion. We've done that. We've, and <laughs> I think we should be clear, Lucas. That there are sen- very sensitive ways that we could you could do that. Yeah. And Dan and Paul avoided all of those words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go away for five minutes. I'm going to hollow out the head. Oh, yes. You cut hooves his head. Is in so the, I'm oh, hollowing it be, out and stuffing it That must have been nice for the hacker, by the way, in that, that time she spent in the bag of holding. Lovely. I'm, I'm hollowing it out, stuffing it with well, straw, and sticking there. it on another pole that goes on yes. the back. What's the rod right, do, so Mike? Also on the back of your armour. So you've got two heads yes. sticking up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're going to hand wave the aerodynamics. The you know. Graham is right. What? The rod. We can find out what the rod does. Yeah. You can. It's do? a rod of the pack keeper. Uh, yeah. Plus one. What? It's a warlock item, isn't it? It's a warlock item that allows you uh, an extra spell slot once per short rest. Okay. The breastplate is a plus one breastplate. The breastplate that you've all forgotten. I've already got one of those. And the hammer. hammer. Well, you think you know what the hammer is, but you're you're kind of okay. It's an it's a plus two unholy warhammer, which is about as you know nasty as you would imagine. You're not sure whether or not it actually has a value mm-hmm. and has a rarity. Should one of you be foolish enough to try and use it or own it? A rarity that would translate into magic dice. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really have a market value simply because it really is only effective when wielded by something that is fiendish, as in literally a fiend. Yes, Mm -hmm. or touched by fiendishness, as was... Hooves. Mm-hmm. Or an Oathbreaker Paladin. Um, mm-hmm. In the hands of one of those creatures, it does extra amounts of necrotic damage, especially to good aligned creatures. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a great big hammer. I mean, it's, you know, perfectly tasty. Um, you don't know how long you would be able to kind of have it around you and keep using it without it maybe slightly, you know, changing your point of view on things. <laughs> don't have to put it gently. Yeah. You think it's pretty rare. I mean, you think it's really a pretty rare item. It must have a value. It's just a question of finding somebody you want to sell it to. And well, that we could... somebody that you want to sell it to might be somebody that you probably only would want to talk to when they were inside the sharp end of a pentagram. We could... My point. <laughs> what about the dust? The dust is dust of disappearance. One dose. Is it? It's quite good dust of disappearance. I mean, it's still... You still become visible when you attack or cast a spell. But it does... I think it invisibles a whole bunch of people at once. That might be good for our combat. Well, it might be. Yeah. With these two dwarves. Found in a small packet, this powder resembles very fine sand. There is enough of it for one use. When you use an action to throw the dust into the air, you and each creature and object within 10 feet of you become invisible for 2d4 minutes. The duration is the same for all subjects, and the dust is consumed when its magic takes effect creature affected by the dust attacks will cause a spell the invisibility ends for that creature there you go to be honest i can do invisibility 
I already have a plus one breastplate. I don't want to use the uh, Warhammer. Mm. So I'm kind of interested in the, the Greater Restoration scroll. Should we take it offline up between sessions? Let's do that. Let's do that. Mike, I would suggest yes. that we can hand wave the rest of it and get to the start of the next fight. Well, the only thing that Garth South Portal turns, Garth South turns Portal up, does up turn up yeah. in the morning. Is the, Sorry, question. Is the breastplate any good for anyone? I've already got a plus one breastplate. It might be for me. Certainly not. It might be for me as well. I, I just think that if... If it's good for, for I'm, I'm not I'm not interested in anything apart from the scroll and the potion. Why don't we take the magic allocation offline? Mm-hmm. I'm happy for Graham to have the breastplate. Yeah, let's do. Can that. We hang around in the scene be basically tomorrow. I mean, the first bout is at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Just before that, Telebia comes down into the scene of B. He's accompanied by Ocaral, who is Rachnian, the master of games, Rachnian's head of security, who looks at you lot quite fixedly, while Talabir kind of just does his standard beginning of the day. We should be fighting for bouts today. The crowd is excited and expecting entertainment. <laughs> the first fight is going to be between... Do they notice who's head on the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's so, a good. That's so a Johnny good, looks so, back oops, at Ocarol yeah, with, his thing, yeah. with his head yeah. on. Ocarol, <laughs> and Ocarol sees the head of Hooves, yeah, <laughs> uh, actually attached to Uncle Buggy's armor. He does. His eyes do widen perceptibly, <laughs> and he looks like Uncle he looks Buggy. around him. He looks around himself a little bit, like I haven't got anybody to tell about what I've just seen, but I'm as soon as I can, I will. Kind of, thing. yeah. <laughs> That's a bit brazen. I like that very much. <laughs> but yeah, Talibir does his thing. First bout is going to be Dyson Desire, Casino and Pleasure House, now taking bookings through Apeshit and Mage. And the Gravediggers, they are marshaled to the point where they can kind of ascend the stairs up to the elevator and all of that. And Garth could have wanders in behind this party. So while all the, the ceremonial is being done and the, the marshalling and organisation, hi! He says, hi, everybody. Got your message. Have you um, you got news? You've got something about... Yes, it didn't your sound, sister it didn't, is in it the didn't chamber sound great. there. Is it cool with you guys if I, you know... Yeah, no, we, we great, yeah. you know, we'll give you some space and some privacy. Okay, so so he, you know, he, so. wanders, he wanders over the little bridge. Yeah, he wanders over the little bridge. As your, the other competitors are gathered around. Telebir and Ocaral start leading the other competitors up towards the uh, arena. Garth goes over the little bridge. You hear him, you see him sort of shuffling across the scene of me. Opens a little cabin door, goes in, then you just hear... Uh, and the door bursts open and he kind of frantically looks around and looks at you and he's like she's 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 and Lahaka sort of appears in the doorway she's she's uh, uh, yes and just turns to him and goes hi who are you I don't think I know you and he is just like inconsolable and ushers her quickly inside before anybody else can notice yeah otherwise the day passes pretty much as you would expect the victors in the first bout uh, it's time to say goodbye everybody to Dyson Desire Pleasure House now taking booking I know I'm sorry <laughs> Nate if you're listening at some point in the far future I'm sorry the grieve diggers were victorious in that bout Filge Filge comes victoriously back down to the Cenobi. At 2pm, it's the Anvil of Thump. 
fighting the lost and the damned who are the, the little group in cloaks and shadow and darkness and tentacles the winners of that bout the anvil of thump they return clanking down the stairs in their giant suits of armor the helmets of the armor open like the open tank turrets of a victorious d-day force with the little gnomes cheering and so forth at 5 p.m it's the newell mountain massacre against the harrowing horde including it won't surprise you to learn (laughs) having encountered one of the uh, harrowing horde (laughs) that it is the newell mountain massacre who return victorious <laughs> from their bout. Clock winds forward, and before you know it, it is 8pm. You obviously have now completed your eight-hour long rest. Can we push yeah. the button? Push you can push the button. Push the button. Talibir arrives. And now, uh, competitors, a uh, pitch played, a uh, procyon and serious. <laughs> We're going to chop you up into little slices. <laughs> 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 Procyon briefly stops banging his head against the table. They both guzzle down a huge wooden tankard of mead each. They're already, they already look a little bit like four sheets to the wind. Never know, might be an advantage. They're kind of full of dairy, do and bonhomie. They're very friendly, but they're, it's all slightly ironic with them. Mm-hmm. And the Flayer Slayers. Oh, I see your captain. Uh, a bug, a bug, a bug, no Uncle Buggy Dange. <laughs> You've a new armor adornment. Very impressive. <laughs> come, come. Let's go upstairs and give some entertainment to the crowd. <laughs> and you and Ockerell and the stewards and whatever, you're marched up together up the stairs around the understructure. The understructure. Into the elevator. You've got a chance to kind of intermingle and commingle and chat as you do so. Well, I want to have a conversation with one of these guys. Just put, you know, I'll put him, put him aside. Just you know, what, what? One of the one of Pitchblade, one Procyon of, or Sirius? Yes, one of the one of them. Can I tell them apart? Does it matter? Yeah, you can. Procyon is the one that keeps banging his head against. Things. Uh, okay. Serious well, seems to be a bit more serious. Okay. You know. Well, I'll I'll talk to Procyon. Um, you talk to Procyon. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Fine. you know, just you know, just quietly have a little word for him. How, how long can I can I grab a like a minute? Yeah, you? you can easily grab a minute as you're oh. as you're as you're being ushered up the staircase oh. and as you're being taken through. You've got plenty of time to chat to him. Okay. So and I will, while we're on our way mm-hmm. up, I will do aid. Ten hit points Ooh. on Parker, Ooh, Buggy, thank you. and Purple. Excellent. Thank and I'm brilliant. going to ten hit points. Uh, so, so Mike, he needs to make a Wisdom save DC 14. I'm just going to roll it in secret. If he fails, he's frightened of me. Okay. And I'm going to do... Actually, can I do very far on the... No. You're not allowed to um, immediate disqualification if you start, you know, breaking out the um, actual offensive spells on the elevator. Yeah. It's regarded as extremely bad form. (laughs) Talking of bad form, Mm -hmm. can somebody give me a perception check? Let's do what's called a group check. That is, all of you roll a perception check, and if more than 50% of you, 50% of more of you succeed, one of you succeeds. What's the DC? Perception only. Perception only. Purple gets 17. Yeah, okay, so you've done it, you've done it, you've done it. First of all, Procyon Sirius, the closer you get to the elevator, the closer you get to the real thing, the less drunk they seem. (laughs) Their eyes meet, and there's lots of checking of gear. Uh Does Procyon look wary of me? Uh, Give me a perception check. No, an insight check. Give me an insight check. Oh, an insight check. Okay. Better. You sure not perception? (laughs) Eight. You can't tell. You can't tell. Ocaral, as you get onto the elevator... You notice he passes each of them something. Yeah. So what was that you just passed them? 
Ocarol? He looks at you like you're... He, I'm, uh, um, he doesn't... Uh, 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 Talibir steps in between him and you. The competitors may not speak to the officials during the ascendance of the elevator. He just handed something to those two, uh, to our opponents. I want to know what it is. That is not illegal under the rules of the competition. Now let us go upstairs and entertain the crowd. <laughs> I'm not getting his voice right, am I? Anyway, I'm no, you're doing it quite well. As the elevator ascends, the crowd noise builds. Procyon and Sirius become really serious. They start priming themselves. Each of them breaks out a little flask. They just neck back one and then another and then another. Yeah. By the time the elevator hits the floor of the arena to a roar from the crowd all around you, there's lights on, you've not been up here at night. They've sunk three or four potions each. So it's going to be, it's going to be stone skin... As the elevator clunks level with the floor of the UAE, Talabir is talking again. Uncle um, uh, Nud, Nudlund uh, Banj, Nudlund Banj, uh, captain of the Flayer Slayers, and Procyon, <laughs> the captain of Pitchplay. Uncle Buggy and the Uncle uh, Uncle Ugbuggy. Uh, Get it wrong again and I'll chop your head off. Uh, I will now <laughs> toss the coin of fate. Who is going to call the toss? And Procyon just nods at you, Buggy, and says, He can call the coin. And Tanabir turns to you, Buggy, and he says, What do you choose? Snakes? Or do you choose ladders? Look at Sessions. <laughs> you look at Sessions. Yeah, well, am I going to be advised snakes. by the... Um, we choose ladders. Ladders, I say. It is. The coin glints in the air as it's flicked. Ladders! Yay! Not that it makes any and difference. And turns to the crowd and they kind of roar. Please choose your ground when you choose the blue circle or the red circle. The one we were on last time, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Which is the blue circle. circle. The blue circle. Please take your positions. And Procyon and Sirius tramp to the southern point of the arena, stand inside the red circle. Now at night, of course, the runes that these circles have traced out in are illuminated, ever brighter. Yeah, in fact, they illuminate you. It's like you're standing in a little ring of lights. Tanabir works his way across the arena, ascends the little side steps up to the throne. Rachnian is leaning forward in the throne. Can Alessandra give me a, an intelligence check? Sorry, a perception check. A perception check. Giving a 16. You think you see uh, Alessandra just in the shadows behind the throne. Somebody, two people you recognize. <laughs> Cuthbert and Severiana Outsplinter <laughs> are obviously mm. favoured guests in the royal box. <laughs> By now, Great time to spot that Talabir is standing at the front of the throne dais. Granny. He raises his hand high in the air. The trumpets blow the fanfare to start the bout. Talabir says, And let the fight begin! And we will pick things up. <laughs> Next. Granny. <laughs> 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 Of course, we haven't had any discussions about what tactics we're going to use. You know, never do, you never do, you never do. Never do. Never do. Never do. Oh, but now we, that's another thing you can take offline. Miraculously, by next week, somehow you will have agreed an amazing plan. <laughs> <laughs> The 
The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Champion's Belt and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Champion's Belt was written by Tito Lietti. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.